0: The James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews, and more.
1: Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm fine,
0: and you? Good, nice to see you. Nice to see you. Yeah, it's great to see you, and I mean, I enjoy tasting your wines, and I want to ask you a a couple questions first about um the two vintages because um i know about 18 but we can go over that again but i must say i was very impressed with the 19 and people haven't spoken much about it and your um you know chianti classico normale was really delicious and a really nice fruit and polished tannins and very balanced it had a little bit more depth than the 2018 what, to remind me how the growing season was.
1: Well, uh, they were not so much different, but what you have as a big difference, of course, that before of 18, you had 17. Okay, so ah. the, the wines really had a little bit to recover. I mean, 17 was extremely challenging. And I think uh, they did a a good job and and we were lucky that we had uh, a very rainy winter in in, in 18. So they really had, let's say, uh, quite a good while to to recover. Uh, But then let's say during that, that happened again also in the 19, we had not during the winter, but we had a very rainy spring. Uh, So so in both uh, vintages, actually, the the wines, they started their their vegetation period with enough water Uh, and then in, in, in 19, it was definitely a little bit hotter uh mm-hmm. you in, can in taste july, it. why but we had so much water in 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 may that this heat was not really a, a, a big issue and then we were really fortunately in 19 that we had end of uh july a really a very rainy night it seems like nothing one night but it really had you know this beautiful rain not too heavy but intense and long so uh we went back to to warm but we went back to warm with with the good water reserve and um, and then very very similar to 18 we had quite quickly that means around mid of august a pretty big uh, day and night difference in the county clausie region as well as in the Marema, which is of course beautiful for 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 perfect ripeness so the, the, let's say the big 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 difference was uh that we started 18 with with some wines with let's say with,
0: they, they really suffered in 17 so does that mean that the um that the vines that suffered from 17, 17- that they didn't produce much crop or they produced or they they like went back and made a lot of crop because the wines mm. have a sl- I wouldn't say dilution, but they're very, very elegant and they lack maybe a little bit in the mid palate, not your wines, but I would say in general, which, by the way, I like they're very elegant and um, delicious wines. But you know what I mean? The, the 19s have a little bit more in the, you know, in the medium palates. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I totally agree. They have a little bit more power. But I yeah. In our case, you know, our our production is so so small anyhow. But uh, now I would really say that uh, that the wines they produced by them own already a little bit less uh, grapes than, okay. than than in average. Uh, but on the other side, I have to say that seventeen. besides that, it was of course very challenging. It was for us uh, somehow the proof. That what we did in the last 20 years in the vineyards is just the right way to go. So uh, having having the wines more balanced, more connected with the soil, with the environment, really uh, helps them to uh, to manage those uh, difficult vintages pretty well. Because even in our 17s, you won't really feel and... and uh, no. uh, you know, it's there, they have a certain freshness, they have a pretty nice facility. So, but I mean, it goes without saying that whatever you have this vintage is totally directly connected with what happened the last vintage. And then of course, yeah. it's even more connected, whatever you did in the past, much more than just one year, but the, the quantity of the grapes you have right now, they're directly connected with what happened last year in the vineyards and, and yeah. in the climate of
0: course. So, so the 19 was a little bit riper and the 18 fresher, more um more balanced. Yeah. No. Okay. Yes. I mean that's that's what happened. Nothing in particular that comes to mind then. No,
1: it's you know both 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 vintages were more on the warm side.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: uh 19 a little bit more but not not in an extreme way like like 17 you now it was actually both both vintages early vintages you you love to have you know they're, yeah. they're they, they do stress a little bit uh, the wines but not too much so you, you 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 get the connection with 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 your with your spot you get really a very beautiful interesting ripeness, but it's not challenging in a way that that you could struggle it's actually yeah it's it's what, what what you like to have as a winemaker
0: yeah and and we do as consumers it's really del- so delicious already with and the tannins everything integrated but then you have on the 19 really nice fresh acidity where you have the ripeness and the fresh acidity at the same time so, yeah
1: especially the county Classico. it yeah. is about, you know this freshness this lightness it really wants just to show the beauty Uh, of of the Sangiovese without adding adding anything, there's no oak, there's just uh, a concrete and stainless steel.
0: Are you guys organic? I can't remember your viticulture. Yes,
1: we are. We are since 19. Uh, Mm -hmm. So uh, I mean, we started everything much, much uh, earlier, but officially we are organic since 19. Uh, so, this makes it a bit easier, I think for the for the consumer just you know to to know because it's written on the back label so he he or she will be more aware uh, that we are organic. but uh, the, a lot of things we started much much earlier. And we really cool. do believe that this is not only only the good thing or the right thing to do for nature, it is really uh, the right thing to do for for the quality
0: of the grapes. That's great. And so, t- so tell me about um, *Il Bleu*. So that's so. You're, this is your thirtieth anniversary, right?
1: It is. It is. Yeah.
0: Uh, I have it here. I Il- like the label.
1: Thank you. Uh, it, it was extremely challenging because, as you know, uh, the the the, yeah. the, the label. Is designed by my father he designed it uh, in 88 um and in 88 it was really shocking and so when we yeah. have, when we do have now this anniversary it was like okay let's do something different but it sh- still should be totally blue and i mean you know having having two squares and make it different it's not easy <laughs> <laughs> uh, we changed actually the paper uh the blue paper was always uh, without structure this does have a structure yeah. and then yeah. of course uh, the easy part was was the gold, and then you have some little details like like the name in the glass, on 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 the neck as well as on the bottom, and also the case. Just mm. easy, easy little things which show that it is a bit different. But honestly, more important is of course as always with the wine is the inside, and we did there some some changement. Uh, if you compare it with the previous uh, vintages, we increased again a little bit the Merlot. So, in from two thousand and thirteen till seventeen, uh, it was seventy percent Merlot. In this, uh, in the eighteen, you have eighty percent Merlot and ten uh, percent Sanchevese, ten Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, this, uh, just to do that, this, that, that, the Merlo, especially the, the Merlo from Rada and Chianti was so outstanding that we really wanted to, to give this beauty, this elegance, this power of this Merlot from the Rada more space. Uh, on the other side, of course, it, it, it helps us always to increase the quality of the Reserva as well. It gives us the space to produce with the vintage 2019, also the Grande Selezione, but besides this changement, uh, we changed also a little bit uh, the way how we do mature the wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be 20 months in, in Boric, two thirds new one used. Uh, the, 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 the new and already used barrique is still the same, but we reduced the aging time in Boric for two months. So it's just 18 months in, in barrique. And then after this aging, as usual, we'll taste each single Boric just as a last uh, quality um control and then we will decide the final blend and there again is a, a is it a important changement normally we bottled the final blend suddenly afterwards and now we did 2018 we aged the wine for other three months in concrete so the whole blend
0: oh, okay
1: together for three months in concrete so when we actually bottled afterwards the wine it was already much more together yeah. and it shows a little bit more open. Okay, it won't change anything if you will open this bottle in ten years. But right now, to taste and to to drink it right now, it really helps to have it a bit more opened and that be, you know, already very more. Let's say more harmonic than it was it was in the in the past. So we think totally. we think we help the person who likes to taste or to drink it right now to enjoy
0: it uh, at the best. I get that it's really long too. It yeah. has great length. And the tannins are really completely, you know, melted in the wine. Where does the and then the Sangiovese um and Cabernet come from uh which estate?
1: From from Castellina.
0: Oh Castellina, okay. Yeah. From the so yeah, from your near the winery then.
1: Yeah, it's still a blend yeah. of, of Castellina and Rada. Um but but in the past, we used also some Merlot from Castellina. Yep. Uh,
0: we, that's we, what's we, so. It's so interesting because no one thinks of Merlot from Rada. They think of it from Castellina because of Sieppi or some other things. It's really interesting when you took. I didn't realize it was from Rada. Is it which part of Rada is it? Uh,
1: we we are we are. St- Still quite low in, in in sea level if you compare it with Rada. Mm-hmm. It's actually when you drive from from Castellina the dust road to to Rada. So we are, uh, oh, the, okay
0: on that side. We
1: closer we are closer to to Castellina than to Rada, and as a sea level oh, we are, okay. 350 up to 450, which is for mm-hmm. Rada let's say low. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> true.
1: Um, but we. I mean, we have also merlot of course in castellina mm. there we are really neighbors with Siepi. uh but especially in the last 10 years i do really think that our merlot from rhoda mm. every single year more interesting Uh, it does have more personality uh more structure uh so
0: good.
1: it's really i i i i believe that, I mean, you know, as always, uh, I just can't speak about Brancaya, not about other wineries, but from our point of view, in our reality, the Merlo in Roda is uh, quite a bit more interesting than what we can produce in Costellina.
0: Yeah, That's really cool.
1: And then, of course, uh, another, another great thing to see is that our average uh, age of our wines is now 35 years. Also, you, you really can see that each single year uh, the wine really can achieve uh, a more typical grape. And then, of course, we do learn something. Uh, so there's still definitely space to improve, but uh, we, are, we are on an on a, on a interesting um, way and already on a, on a pretty high
0: level, I would say. What do you think about the new regulations for um, Grand Selezione? about um, 90% Sangiovese, no international varieties. And um, and also you can use villages now. You mm-hmm. could make a Ragda Chianti Classico. You can make a Castellina and Chianti. Yeah. But what do you think of that?
1: Well, let's say your second question. Uh, so my first answer, I do really think yeah. it's good that wineries yeah. can um, show a bit more clearly where the wine comes from as the Chianti Classico is such a big region uh in the end of the day we did now what probably a lot of journalists a lot of sommeliers already did in their restaurants on on, on their uh corridor. True. so that's 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 like really what 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 we are as a winery what you as a as a as a wine critic as sommeliers already did so i think yeah. that's extremely useful and extremely good regarding the blend uh, i mean i just mentioned you before we will do 100% uh okay. sangiovese as a grand selezione for me personally the grand selezione is um a new wine so it doesn't really have let's say something to do with the tradition uh mm-hmm. And therefore, uh, today we are able to make outstanding 100% Sanchevizes. So why not doing it yeah. um, that they want to have still a 10% of something else? Why not? Um, personally, I can understand why uh, they choose um, not international grape varieties. Mm. In reality, as I work as a winemaker, I don't really think that this decision uh, makes a lot of sense because if I do have a Merlot already 40 years at my estate, it's probably more linked than if I do plant tomorrow Malvasianera.
0: If Uh, I have already
1: got my Malvasianera for 40 years, of course, uh, perfect. But if not, probably my Merlot or my Cabernet Sauvignon I planted in the 80s is today at least S. Uh, much connected as uh, a grape variety uh, from, from from from, let's say the earlier days. But that's my my personal.
0: Uh, oh, I see. Opinion.
1: I do think as older a wine is, as more interesting is the grape. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: um, so um, if I'm not doing something new, I will do everything to keep what I already have. And, and to work with what I have already have. That's also why we, we started to use the muscle selection uh, some years ago because we really want to reproduce our own plants which are connected, which are uh just you know a step ahead with being part of where we are.
0: Okay, yeah I, I understand that. So so just quickly what, on the um uh, elat- uh tria, what um or Ilatraia, E-la-tria. um, yeah. Um, so tell me about the 18. I've, I really enjoyed it. What's the blend this year?
1: The the blend is is roughly 40 percent Petit Verdot, 40 Cabernet Sauvignon, and 20 Cabernet Franc. Uh, all grapes from the Marémã. So we have at the at the Marémã, as you know, there is its own cellar. So the grapes are really um, just going a few meters to the to the cellar, and and it's not that we wanted to do a border of land in the Marema, just we are very close to the sea, it's extremely hot and extremely dry. And the Sanchevese at our property needs irrigation, and the Petit mm-hmm. Verdot, Cabernet Sauvignon, and Cabernet Franc do mature perfectly well every year without irrigation.
0: So and, it's dry farms. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah i'm a i'm a huge fan of dry farming I, I i believe that with dry farming i can link my wines more to the soil more to the spot and i can achieve flavors which are not only typical for the grape variety but typical yeah. for the rose and this is what That's we are cool. looking for you know, we, we we are, of course, we want to uh, to do a wine where you still can recognize the Petit Verde, where you still can recognize the Cabernet Sauvignon and Cabernet Franc. But uh, we want to make a wine which is unique. And the only thing, let's say, what a wine maker can make unique is to um, so cool. underline where it comes from, because the vineyard I have, uh, it's mine. Nobody else will uh, be able to to grow wines where I do grow wine. So what yeah. whatever I can do to connect uh, the situation uh, as maximum as possible is what we are looking for. And dry farming helps uh, in this process a lot.
0: And I think it's interesting that uh, also you're, that it's 40% Petit Verdot and it doesn't dominate the blend. You know, Petit Verdot is a uh, it, a lot of times even a tiny bit, it just takes over, and but you're not getting all that spicy, intense character. It has a really nice, like purple fruits and beauty. You know, it's so beautiful. I'm really surprised uh, on the quality and maybe some of the be- best petit verdot out there. And the tannins, again, same thing as the um blue, where you get everything so integrated together. You can feel the tannins, but it's almost like they're not there. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? no chewiness to spread yeah. across the palate.
1: Oh, thank you. I, I, That's I'm really, really cool. happy with both, uh, we both finds 18 yeah. was for us. It was great. Um, and, and you still have which is in, in the Marema, of course, a bit more challenging than in the Chianti Classico region. You have this certain freshness, this acidity, yeah. which really uh, remains till the end. So it's, it's like, you know, you want to have a next sip. It's not that you're totally overwhelmed. It's, it's long, 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 but in, a, in, a, in an elegant, fresh way.
0: Beautiful. Well, listen, I better go. So, and It was great to talk to you, and thanks for your thoughts. And also, congratulations on the wine. They're really beautiful. And they mm-hmm. all had such a wonderful freshness, which really counts, and um, precision, and and just balance. So, thank you. Well done.
1: Thank you for your time.
0: Bye bye. Bye.